You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Because it's awesome, we really like it, and it's great content, and it gets us ready to bet the NFL postseason. We will also give you our hockey bets for tonight. Bets of steel, three games tonight on the ice, and then hardwood hysteria is what I've called it. 14 games tonight in the NBA. We'll give you our best of the best NBA golf bets as well before we uh, close up shop and say au revoir at 7 o'clock Eastern time, but probably closer to 6.54. Thank God. So 54 minutes from now will be the end. We bring you a lot of content until then. And joining us right now to kick off the Power Hour today, I absolutely love having this guy on the show. And love, like, the time slot today, like the game starting in an hour, like 14 NBA games tonight. No one better to break it all down than our guy, the great Matt Moore. If you're a fan of the NBA and, like, you're not following Matt on Twitter, like, you are making a grievous error. Correct that immediately. Follow him at HP Basketball. You got to check out his awesome basketball betting podcast, Buckets. Please make sure to check that out. Matt supports us. Support him. Check out his NBA betting podcast, Buckets, and check out all his written work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, and his bets on the Action Network app. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. We appreciate your time. How's it going? Going great, guys. Excited for the game tonight. I'm getting ready to head down to Ball Arena to watch Warriors Nuggets. Should be a good one tonight, even if Draymond and Jamal Murray might not be available for this one. So excited for all the hoops tonight. Going to have uh, my iPad up watching while I'm watching the hoops live. Uh, can't wait to just dive in and get back to watching hoops. Yeah, absolutely. NBA, obviously no games yesterday and not just like that. There are a lot of games tonight, Matt, but like a couple of really interesting games. The one you'll be at obviously was going to be more interesting if Jamal Murray was healthy and if Draymond Green was going to play tonight. So they're both out. Jokic is on the injury report, but like he, he's going to play tonight. Like, I, like you know, barring some like really unforeseen announcement, the Nuggets are four point home favorites against the Warriors who have been, remember the Warriors were terrible on the road last year. That was like one of the storylines of last season. They went awesome 
on the road so far this year. Uh, Nuggets four on the road, 227. Maybe just like what you've seen a little bit from both teams before we do bets for the game. And then obviously any bets you have for the game as well. Yeah, so I think it's it's pretty fascinating. Um, Golden State, I think that their resume kind of doesn't show some of the underlying issues, right? Like just the overall returns, net rating, and record aren't really indicative of kind of the problems. When the team has looked rough, they've looked really rough. But their schedule hasn't allowed them to get tripped up enough to really be worried about it. I have some concerns. I had concerns in preseason. One of the things that's really interesting, and this won't affect tonight because Draymond's out, but the Steph Curry, Draymond Green minutes, they've lost those. They're net negative in those minutes. That's weird. Haven't seen that. It's early, lot, you know, small sample, blah, 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 blah. It's just like a, an interesting data point to be like, huh, that's different. They're dominating in the Chris Paul minutes because the defense is amazing with Paul out there not turning the ball over. You got Gary Payton, et cetera. So I'll be curious to see what the second unit looks like versus a Denver bench that is exciting and physical, but doesn't like doesn't have a lead ball handler with Jamal Murray out. So that'll be kind of, I think, something to watch. The other thing is that the Warriors are really small. And so Denver plays is just so big. And that was a problem for the Lakers in the opener uh, and in the Western Conference Finals last year. And the Mavericks ran into the same problem where 6'10", Michael Porter Jr., 6'9", Aaron Gordon, and then Nikola Jokic. It's just a huge front line. And they're pretty big all the way through. So how the Warriors handle that, especially without Draymond, I think will be interesting to watch. No bet on the game. Um, I make this slight edge to Denver without Draymond. Uh, but not enough for me to want to wanna go ahead and bet on it. I want to watch this one and see how it plays out. Uh, lean a little bit towards the over, but it should be a really great one. I'm mostly excited to see what both of these teams look like considering you know how good they've looked both at times. Matt, that is the marquee game for tonight in the Western Conference. The marquee game in the Eastern Conference, my New York Knicks. Oh, no, just kidding. Although like, I'm excited for the Knicks-Spurs game coming up tonight. It's the, uh, the Sixers and the Celtics in Philadelphia with Boston like in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point road favor, total 228-and-a-half. You know, we've talked a lot about the Sixers. Ken's made like a case for Philly maybe being a team at the end of the year that we look at if they're able to add a third piece, maybe Embiid winning back-to-back MVPs. And Boston obviously has been one of the best teams that I lost a couple nights ago to Minnesota, first loss of the season, but Celtics have been gangbusters to start the year uh thoughts here tonight with the celtics and the sixers and kind of like any big picture thoughts you have on either one of these teams as well yeah so i mean look on the, on the one hand i really want to make fun of ken and be like oh so you're just gonna line up and kick that football again with lucy huh you just yep. want to go ahead and and go after the sixers bets again here um on the other hand i will say that this is the bet this to me is the best sixers team of the nba era and it goes to show you that it's not oftentimes about the names on the jerseys and how they play, how they're coached, et cetera. I'm working on kind of like a go. I'm working on this theory that maybe with how much talent the league currently has, maybe coaching, which has never really mattered that much in the NBA, maybe it matters more now. And I think that you're seeing that with the Sixers, where Nick Nurse, Embiid's averaging seven assists, which is great for him. He's made really smart passes. He's also just generating more because they're running things like dribble handoffs which they never did under Doc. So they're using him in more creative ways. I love what Kelly Oubre has bought, has brought. Their their uh, wing rotation is really good. Celtics are awesome uh, as long as the starters are on the floor. I have real concerns about the Peyton Pritchard minutes. <laughs> they don't look good to me. Some of the numbers are troubling. But this is going to be a great matchup. I definitely show value on Philly. I'm not brave enough to get in front of the Celtics train here in a bounce-back spot after the loss of the Wolves. I am on the over, though, because I think both these offenses are really good. And I think they're going to find ways to exploit how one another plays, both with switching defenses and the lack of size on the interior for the Celtics. 
I just I really like the over in this game, so that's my bet on tonight. Uh, should be a, a great matchup, and I, I kind of agree with Ken. I think the Sixers have a real chance if 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 MB can stay healthy uh, of maybe being one of those teams at the end of the year. Yeah, obviously, like we'll see. Like, yes, I'm going to line up and like kick the football again, and maybe Embiid gets hurt again. Just I, I kind of see what you see, Matt. That they might be, maybe they're a little different. Hey, like nobody thought Jokic was going to win, and then he won, and now he's the best player in the league, and it looks like they're going to win, you know, multiple championships or whatever. Like, why can't the same thing happen? Maybe this is what I tell myself at least when I when I place the bets. You mentioned Minnesota there briefly, the team that beat Boston the other night. Already, the Timberwolves have beaten the Nuggets and the Celtics so far this season, which is pretty impressive. It looks like they should have an easy time with the Pelicans tonight. McCollum's got the collapsed lung. Zion's out. Herb Jones may not play. This is out to nine Ooh. for the Timberwolves. So if you have a if you have a bet in the game, obviously would love to hear it. Like, is this number has it been bet out far enough? But kind of seems like the Timberwolves might be that surprise West team. We had that group of teams before the year. Kind of seems like they might be it. Do you agree with that? And and anything to do with tonight's game? Yeah, I loved him in preseason. Um, you know, if this hits double digits, I think I'm probably going to have to go ahead and bet Pelicans. This seems like a letdown spot. It has it written all over it, right? Like, how often do we see this where it's like, they're missing so many guys. And then it's like, yeah, so the other team doesn't get up for it. <laughs> they just don't play as well as they need to. Uh, and somehow, you know, uh, Hawkins goes off for another 30 or something, and they manage to pull it out. I'll at least look at that as we get closer to tip. Um, I do love the Wolves. Love them in preseason. And this is exactly the start that you would have hoped for if you're like me and have the over. The uh, division bet seems great, too, except for the fact that the Nuggets are a wagon. Um, this team, though, in the Wolves, they are not only number one on defense, and the eye test matches that when you look at McDaniels and Gobert and even Anthony Edwards and Mike Conley, but also they're number one in defense with the toughest defensive strength of schedule for dunks in three. So they face the toughest offensive stretch so far of any team. So for them to be there, like that's really validating versus some of these teams who may have just been beaten up on bad teams. Um, I like their combination of depth. Nas Reed really gives them a boost. They have a lot of options they can go to. And because they have Edwards and Towns and Gobert and Mike Conley and McDaniels, they can put together different lineups. And Chris Finch isn't as rigid as some coaches are with how he deploys them. So it makes them a little bit more fluid, and they're able to adapt to what the game calls for. I like their collective identity. Uh, I legitimately think the, the Wolves are going to wind up being a top four seed in the West if they can maintain league average health the rest of the way. We do have a little bit of breaking news in the NBA, just for the benefit of our live audience here. Not that it impacts anything coming up for tonight, because we expect that Jamal Murray did not play tonight. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweeting moments ago, Jamal Murray likely sidelined for the remainder of November due to his right hamstring strain. So maybe another three weeks out of the lineup for Jamal Murray and the Nuggets lineup. Julian Strother! Put him up, books, you cowards. You better go with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday talking NBA with our friend Matt Moore from the Action Network. Matt on Twitter, at HP Basketball. Uh, Matt, just like the, the Pacers-Jazz game tonight, the total's 242.5, trending to, towards 243. Everyone's on hashtag Pacers overs right now. Is this number too high for you? Like like, like with Indiana, like with Utah, maybe you wanted to slow it down, and the Pacers being just like an overtrain right now. I don't know that there's a number that that I would be like, ooh, I really want to get in on the under. I just don't know that that number exists, man. Like, um, I, I'll just let you know, like, based on in-season numbers, and that's certainly, you know, it's it's small sample, but I've got it at 250. Like, it's 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 high. So it, it's a, it's absurd what, the, what Indiana has done. Um, no Walker Kessler, so you even have less rim protection. John Collins is going to start at center. Yikes. 
Um, and the Pacers, I will say this, um, we talk about coaching. Rick Carlisle has those guys buying into a team identity. And you could say, like, yeah, nobody plays defense. Accurate. But they also run. They run and they run and they run. And they run off misses and they run off makes. And when you are that consistent in how you play in establishing pace, you're going to wear out a lot of teams. Now, it's going to be tough. I think Utah's got a lot of athletes. Uh, but I kind of think that, like, I don't know that, that you can adjust enough on this Indiana team, especially given that if, they're, if they are playing the way that they want to, they're not going to be like, okay, now we need to lock, lock down on defense. That will never happen. They'll just continue to put up points as we've seen this week. Matt, I want to ask you also about this Clippers-Nets game, game two for the like, sort of the big four together, if you want to think of them that way. Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, James Harden uh, lose to the Knicks, and now it's at Brooklyn, and Brooklyn obviously playing with about a half a rotation tonight. Ben Simmons isn't going to play. That came out of, you know about 20 minutes ago. Uh, we know Cam, Cam Johnson is close to coming back. So Clippers on the road, about five, five and a half. In about a minute here, what have you seen from kind of like in, in game one with those four guys playing together? Any props maybe that stand out now that they're all together? how Harden's fitting in with everybody. What about Clippers Nets here in about 60 seconds? Yeah, I think we're too early just because Harden, you know, his stints were very distinct in terms of how they played and how they didn't. I think they're going to work more on trying to meld those guys together. You could tell that there was a lot of awkwardness. Um, and what was funny is there was kind of, the, you know, uh, Nick's, Nick's just absolutely destroyed them in the fourth quarter behind the bench, just going wild with their energy and effort. But I also think that, you know, Clippers on the road, not surprised. It was kind of a letdown spot for them. First game with with Harden in the rotation. I think it's too early to tell. I just don't think we can kind of get a feel for what these props are going to look like. Outside maybe Bones Highland, who continues to play a larger role than I kind of thought. Looks like he's going to play a lot next to Harden a little bit, and that's going to be interesting to see. I think maybe playing some props on Bones Highland when those props open closer to the game might be the way to go. Matt, we got a decent amount of runway here, about 90 seconds to two minutes. Any other bets that you've got for tonight in the association? Hashtag Hardwood Asteria, 14 games, side total of props. Anything you feel comfortable with giving out to our listeners and viewers? Yeah, I'll go the under 224.5 in Spurs-Knicks. I lean a little bit towards the Spurs, but I'm not uh, brave enough to, to get against the Knicks, given that they had like what, such a turnaround game. I uh, feel that this is too many points, but the under I do, I do love here. Knicks defense has been great. Spurs defense is terrible. That's not deniable, but the Knicks offense has really struggled as well. So I think there's actually pretty good value on the under in that spot. Under 221 in Suns and Bulls. Both teams are 19th or worse in three-point rate. Uh, Bulls defense is actually the better one of these two units. And then you got the fact that the uh, Suns may get Bradley Beal back tonight, and if he plays, you're going to see the same thing that you've seen in a lot of these spots where there's this function when they add a new big piece back when they haven't played together. So I'd be under 221 there. Detroit plus 12 versus the Bucks. I would have never taken an, a division opponent versus Milwaukee under Mike Budenholzer, but Mike Budenholzer's not the coach anymore, and I got a lot of questions about Adrian Griffin. This is too many points given how the Bucks have played. I'll take the Pistons even on a 3-4 and four plus 12, and I like the Rockets plus 120 on the money line tonight versus the Lakers. I have them as a slight favorite, hashtag wrong team favored. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and trust the Rockets. I think they're they're actually playing really well right now. Lakers are extremely banged up. I like the Rockets to get a sneaky win versus the Lakers tonight. Absolutely love it. Matt, awesome job, man. We love having you on the show. We want everyone, if you like Matt's analysis, and how could you not be a moron not to, check out Matt's podcast, Buckets, NBA betting podcast, and read his work over at the Action Network, actionnetwork.com, the bets on the Action Network app, and follow him on Twitter at HP Basketball. My friend, we sincerely appreciate your time as always. Stay well. Uh, enjoy the game coming up tonight in Denver. And we look forward to talking to you next week on the show. Talk to you guys then. Take care.
the great Matt Moore joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I feel like pretty good life. It gave us about a million bets, and now I'm going to go watch the, the world champions play tonight against Golden right. State. Not bad. You know, go watch Warriors Nuggets. Sounds good. I As he's going through everything, like I, I sort of feel it right now where I'm like, oh, yeah, like we're like we're 45 minutes away from just a complete binging of the NBA that's about to take place tonight. Like quads, like, oh, quad screen on League Pass. Yeah, that's not nearly enough to capture what's going on at one time, like at nine o'clock tonight. Uh, that's that's the kind of night it's going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun. It, it, you know what? I, I bagged on it yesterday. No NBA games on election night. If this is what it's going to be every year, absolutely love it. They should call this hardwood hysteria. Seriously, the Wednesday after election yeah. day in the NBA. Rock the vote. On the other side, we'll start giving, rock the vote. We'll start giving you NBA bets for the on the other side and a little NFL playoff sim as well.